The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. And welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Thank you for joining this podcast. Our reading today is taken from the book of Exodus chapter 6, verse 1 to 7. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. Because of my mighty hand he will let them go. Because of my mighty hand he will drive them out of his country. God also said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, where they lived as aliens. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to share your word with the world. And I pray, God, that as many that will listen to this podcast, you will bless them. You will interpret your word to them, and they will receive what you want them to receive from this podcast. And all of this I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon-coming King. Amen. Hello again. The title of today's podcast is The Future Lies Ahead, Not in the Past. The Future Lies Ahead, Not in the Past. Sometimes we act as if our future lies in the past and reminisce nostalgically But let me tell you a short story. Some years back, the government of the United Kingdom sent many asylum seekers to the city of Glasgow, where I lived then. The city was bustling with people from Africa, Middle East, Eastern Europe, and elsewhere. They added color to beautiful Scotland. But time soon come when the Home Office decided to clear up the backlogs of asylum cases and as a result, many were granted refugee status. 
that status freed them to work and gave them hope of becoming citizens of Britain. But no, they were unhappy because of the responsibilities of having to work and to earn money so as to be able to pay bills. Some of the refugees longed for the past when their rights were restricted, when they had to live where they were allocated to live, when they had to be at home when required to do so, spend only what was given to them, when they had no right to work and to make matters worse, they were in limbo, not knowing whether they will be granted refugee status at all. But now that they have been granted refugee status, they long for the past. They thought their future lies in the past. So they allowed the feeling of nostalgia to overpower them. This is really sad because freedom is more than anything else and no amount of money can purchase it. Surprisingly, these Glasgow refugees were not alone. For 400 years, the Israelites were in slavery, and all they knew was oppression by Egypt's oppressive rulers. They walked and walked. There was no rest. They prayed and prayed, and they prayed until the only words they could manage was, Lord, Please deliver us. The Bible tells us in Exodus chapter 2 verse 23 that during that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelite groaned in their slavery and cried out, and their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. So, friends, finally God answered their prayer of deliverance. So, after 400 years, God said in Exodus chapter 6, verse 1 to 7. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the Israelite whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptian. I will free you from being slaves to them, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty act of judgment. Yet within a short time of this newfound freedom, the liberated Israelite began to long for the past instead of looking to the future. Do you find yourself in this way before? You long for something, you look into the future, you seek for something to come your way. And suddenly you get that thing and what comes to mind next, you begin to look back. So they said, we don't care anymore about Canaan. We don't know about Canaan and its milk and honey hypothesis. In fact, it looks like God brought us here to die and to be buried in unmarked graves. It seems to me that they were actively concerned about the future of their bones than they were concerned about the plan of God for their lives. 
Why do we come to that place and think that God is not a good God? That God can bring us to the place where we are now and destroy us suddenly. God is a good God. He has got a plan for your life. You are in that place where you are for a reason. And God is looking after you. He wants you to be in that place because you are part of God's plan. Several times on this journey, these peripatetic Israelites reminded their leader Moses of the misplaced absolutions they had in Egypt. They said in Numbers chapter 11 verse 5, We remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. Also the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Also in Exodus chapter 16, verse 3. The Bible said that the Israelites said, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt, there we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted, but you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Friends, just imagine how silly these people were. But nostalgic sentiment is always present in all of us, especially when we are confronted with seemingly insurmountable situations in life. However, in times like this, we should allow our dependency on God to take control of our feelings Feeling is like a football. It is unstable and only rolls towards the slanted surface and gathers no more at all. We must ask ourselves if the past was really, really great. If given the opportunity to relieve the past again, can we live up to the same excitement? If we are honest with ourselves, we know that the past was not exactly great. The past was the past. Things that worked in the past may not necessarily work now and in the future. This is why we must look to the future and not allow the past to determine our future. Now, the children of Israelites, they seem to have forgotten so soon about the, the suffering they were undergoing. They seem to have forgotten the floggings they received from the Egyptian slave masters. They seem to have forgotten all the suffering of that time. They never remember. All they could think about was garlic, cucumber, and all of this. These Israelites must be big eaters. But well, man does not and should not live by bread alone. And this is what they were talking about. This is what they were crying for. When you are in God's plan, going along with God, you should be able to trust God for where he's taking you to. But these guys were not able to do so. Well, like the Glasgow refugees and the wandering Israelites, 
our church congregations today love to dwell on the past. They live in the past successes and the way things were done, how there was order in the church, some reminiscences about former ministers that they love because of his oratory and power of excellent leadership. When I first arrived as a new minister in my current church, I was nearly deaf of hearing about past ministers, what they did and how they did things. My response was always this, you have me now, so get on with what we have to do. God does not depend upon an individual. The church is not built upon a particular individual. The church was not built upon a particular person, minister or member. The church is the church of Christ. No wonder the Bible tells us, take it unto thyself and unto the flock in which the Holy Ghost have made you an overseer. And you see clearly, the church belongs to Christ. We are just people working in the vineyard of God. So I ask the question, was God impressed about the past or with the past? What if he did? Couldn't he have stopped the present from happening if he chooses to? But no, he didn't. That's why we are in the present. And that's why we're heading to the future. My friends, as I bring this podcast to a close, I like to remind you that God's message for the church from Genesis to Revelation seems to me that they were always giving in future tense. Apart from our salvation, the rest of the teachings of Jesus Christ and the Bible are shadows of things to come. God is always making things new. God is in the past and the present, but he is also the God of the future. In Revelation chapter 21 verse 5, it says this, He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. God loves new things. But something is said to be new when there is the old. In other words, the best is yet to come. And friends, you must never, never reminisce about the past in such a way that the past controls your future. Your future is better. Your future is in the hand of God. God knows you better than anyone else. And I want to encourage you today that there is no need to be afraid of the future because your future lies ahead and not in the past. You cannot use the past to judge the, the future. The Lord of the past is also the Lord of the future and he is transporting you right now as I speak from the past to the future. Your present is the conduit into your future, and therefore the future is said to be better than the past. Listen to this, folks. In Matthew 28, 20b, Jesus said this, Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. 
If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what he has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Dear friends, I'm not aware of any other faith or religion in this world today that gives sure foundation and hope for people who follows that path. Christianity is the only way, and Jesus said it clearly, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one come to the Father except by me. As we prepare to celebrate Easter, let us remember that the resurrection of Jesus Christ takes center stage in our lives because it gives us hope. For those who are not yet Christian and listening to this podcast, I invite you to consider becoming a follower of Jesus Christ. You don't need to do much. All you have got to do is to accept that Jesus Christ died for you and was raised from the dead for you also. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you again for the privilege to be able to share your word. And Lord, I pray that as many, God, that would listen to this message, I ask that you bless them, O God. And those who may be wondering where their life is going, uh, thinking about the good old days, Lord, I pray that you will bring to their understanding that they know that you are the God who was in the past, who is today and is to come. Lord, I thank you. Because I know that you have answered this prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.